Hey, hey, habit thrivers. If you're ready to rock your next chapter, this is your place. It's time to live your most fit, fearless, and fabulous life. I believe that our daily habits and routines set the foundation for achieving our dream lives and help us find more passion and clarity with less doubt and uncertainty. So let's get cozy. Grab your planner and your favorite beverage and come along with me on this journey of reclaiming your passions and finding new ones along the way. Hey there, Habit Thrivers. Welcome to episode number 46 of Your Habit Thrive podcast. For the month of May, we are tackling or embracing the task of decluttering. Decluttering our homes, our gardens, our minds, our bodies, whatever comes to mind for you. So the title of today's episode is Decluttering the Tough Stuff. Now before I launch into the, let's say, tougher part of our episode today, I am going to start with a little bit of lighter stuff. When you think about how your brain tackles or embraces decluttering and the decisions that you make around whether or not you are setting a timer for 10 to 15 minutes or you are devoting a weekend or a day on the weekend to your decluttering, it does depend in your mind and in your heart actually how light or heavy the decluttering feels. So I'm going to start again a little bit lighter. And I'm going to do that by giving a shout out to Kate Galliott. Now, Kate posted on my women's wellness community page, and that's a Facebook group. So if you are interested at all in joining us, we have the link in the show notes. So Kate posted a picture of her garden in Utah, and she talked about weeding her garden and that was for her decluttering perfect analogy in terms of yoga philosophy in that we weed our garden as we weed our mind of thoughts perhaps that we want to let go of to clear space for more hopeful or happier or positive thoughts or at least thoughts that are in our awareness and not thoughts that are kind of percolating and going around in the background causing us some distress. So very similar, thank you Kate, to the weeds in our garden. So we want to clear them out, make some space for more beautiful flowers or plants or whatever we want to do in our garden. And then again, the concept of habit stacking that we've also talked about, and that was in last week's episode, that when you are outside and you are decluttering your garden, weeding your garden, thinking about actually the fact that you are clearing space for more beauty and more growth, As you're doing that, you are moving, you are breathing, you are outside, and even if the sun is not shining, you are still benefiting from that connection to the earth, to your hands in the soil, to your feet on the ground. There are so many benefits to this habit stacking. And when we're in the moment and we are in the garden and 
we're making that connection to, let's say, a bigger philosophy of, of life, it makes us more aware. It actually helps us to be more present. Instead of we might be weeding and, you know, thinking about, oh my gosh, I should have done, uh, and actually I did say this <laughs> already this year, man, I should have done more of this in the fall and it wouldn't be such a mess right now. So that's where the languaging has gone for me, but I'm catching myself. It's a totally, totally different experience to be able to notice and be aware. What is your language? What is your feeling? And to look at also the decluttering in the garden as a way that you might be taking a break from, it could be decluttering in the house, right? You might just be saying you get to a certain point and you're decluttering in the house. For example, if you are doing some more difficult and more heavy decluttering, that when you get to that place where you just can't make another decision, that it's just feeling too much and you need a break, but you're thinking, oh, I just wanna keep in this mode of decluttering, then you head outside. It's a new space, it's a new place, you breathe, you have the sunshine or the wind, <laughs> and we may again have snow next week. But all of that, again, changes our perspective. So you can take a break from decluttering by actually decluttering in another place. So you have that, that change of perspective, you have that movement, and it actually can help with your decision-making when you go back inside. So thank you so much, Kate, for, for posting that picture, for getting us thinking about that. And I also want to mention that if you have not listened to episode number 31 with Kate, I have to tell you right now, Kate, as I went through to find the episode so that I could um, let every, everyone know who has not had a chance to listen to that interview about your book, Becoming Unbreakable, that it was one and is one of my most popular episodes in terms of people downloading. So shout out, thank you, my friend. And thank you for, let's say, leading us in, yeah, another direction around our decluttering as well. So keeping it on the light side again as we move forward, if you're moving from your garden and you're into your, let's say your kitchen and your pantry and your cupboards, and as you are moving through this area, thinking about lightening up, so you are creating space in your, well, let's say your fridge, creating space for herbs and perhaps different types of greens and more vegetables. You might have over the winter been using more frozen veggies and, and cans and jars and, and all of the wonderful bounty of the fall and the winter. And now as we move into the spring and the summer, it's a different space issue. And so you might be reorganizing and sometimes that reorganizing in the fridge does mean that, oh, there's an opportunity to clean because there is some space. And I just let that arise organically. I used to clean my entire fridge empty. And I mean, for sure, I mean, you still have to defrost and do that now and again, probably more often than I do. 
but that opportunity to just clear sections, to have things in containers. And I started this a few years ago where I put like ingredients together in containers in the fridge so that when I was pulling out, this is again for the spring and the summer. So I have my smoothie ingredients in one container that I can pull out to make a fast smoothie. And there's a Mediterranean container that has my sun-dried tomatoes and, and olives and pickles and pepperinis and, and artichokes. So, and it's actually, those are the oily things as well. So it's nice to have them in a container so that when you are drawing them out, it's easier. You're able to make a quicker lunch and it's easier to clean in general. So basically I'm just cleaning the bottom of the container as opposed to the entire bottom of the fridge. And so this is how again our decluttering and our cleaning and our organizing come together. Sometimes they're totally separate but sometimes they do just organically arise to be able to do together. So as you're thinking about this lightness and making space for herbs and, and veggies and reorganizing your fridge and, and even as you lighten it up and you open, I don't know if you've, if you sit and notice this, I sure do when I've done a little bit of cleaning and reorganizing and then you open your fridge, you're like, how come the light is brighter? Did someone change the light bulb in the fridge? It's wow, that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about for the spring. So having fun with that, even in terms again of your pantry. So if you're not baking as much in the summer as you do in the fall and the winter. So a little reorganization each season, right? As we declutter and organize around how we want to eat. So for sure, we want to put the things in front of us that actually look nice too. And here's the thing I'm going to mention in terms of the herbs and the veggies is that I have beautiful clear containers that I use for my berries and my greens. So they lighten up my fridge and I don't use those in the winter because I'm more towards the frozen veggies or uh, fruit also in the winter. So that ends up changing up. Take a look at everything from your lentils to your rice to your flowers, all of that, right? And yes, we have um, some things in our cupboard that can go past their best before dates and all of that. Some really shouldn't. So as you are looking through your cupboard again, you are reorganizing, you're looking at best before dates, you are doing the sniff test if you'd like to on some of the different flowers and uh, ingredients and then moving on from there. And again, it just feels, it feels really, really good to create space for what, um, what you want to and how you want to eat in the spring and summer. So that is, again, keeping it light. And so the areas that you are going to be focusing on or using more in the spring and the summer, those are the lowest hanging fruits. So your front closet and your kitchen and your garden compared to, again, perhaps the spare bedroom, right? If you have a spare bedroom or two upstairs or downstairs or the basement in general. So this is where I wanted to go for the last little bit of this podcast episode. I said last week that one of the reasons that we don't, I'm going to say we, I mean me, 
um, that I don't declutter downstairs in the basement in the spring and summer, it wouldn't be a priority for me, is because we don't tend to use it in the spring and summer. So we're not putting the fireplace, we're not down there for the, for the holidays, that kind of thing. But I realized from doing these podcast episodes, they percolate in my mind as I'm preparing an episode and as I finish an episode. So as I was downstairs looking through the freezer in, we call it the freezer room downstairs, it is also of course the storage room, there are on the shelf right beside the freezer boxes that say dad on them. And my dad passed away over 20 years ago. These boxes have all kinds of different things, paperwork, documents, banking stuff, photos to go through, there are some knickknacks, there are some things from my grandmother's house as well, and I have them in boxes, labeled dad and grandma, and it really jumped out at me this week. And I think, again, it's because where we put our awareness, right, we will see more, we will become more aware. And as I was looking at the boxes and thinking, geez, I'm doing a decluttering month. I'm talking about this in my podcast and I'm talking to myself, Lori, it's been over 20 years. And of course I've gone through parts and I've taken out things that I want to have front and center, pictures on my desk, but there's still lots of work to do. So I actually paused and, and thought about it and started to even think about my languaging, right? Because I was talking about decluttering. And when we look at the more heavy stuff, the more heart heavy stuff, like photos and anything that comes from any of our family members or even friends, the word decluttering just does not fit. It just felt really wrong. I'm just, I'm not decluttering my dad's stuff and my grandmother's stuff. I am repurposing perhaps some of it. I am perhaps sending some of it forward. My brother and I are still <laughs> right in that, uh, in that situation of sharing some photos and knickknacks that we come across. So the paying forward, the drawing some of the the items into more of a sacred spot somewhere in the house, more so than a picture, you know, on my desk. And so all of this was bubbling through my head. And I know it came from this focus that we are doing together this month. And the energy actually that comes from you sharing your experiences and your suggestions we're all doing this together. It's, it's actually pretty amazing. So from the perspective of looking and, and seeing the, the boxes and thinking, okay, at the same time, this is something that right now in the moment, I can't. It's just, I feel like I just still need to stay with some of the lighter stuff. And that is what I thought in terms of changing the languaging around this, that is a ritual time. That is setting a sacred time, that is breathing, that is visioning, that is remembering, 
and that's the wording that I am going to use now I am going in with a new attitude now as I as I said not now I am putting that forward into my fall I have a journal it's a planning journal so I plan ahead and I also reflect in it this is going into my fall journal the wording around rituals and having the courage and setting the priority because regardless of whether or not we see things when we go into a spare bedroom or we go into the basement unfinished decisions are heavy so I am going to create a ritual and a time and that will be the fall and absolutely you can call me out on that in the fall to see that if I have actually <laughs> accomplished that so you're thinking number one thinking about your wording and your phrases around some things are decluttering but some things are more rituals that you are looking at the time you are looking at it's okay to say I'm going to do this in the fall very different than I'm going to do this at some time right so very different for some of you it may be around Father's Day it, it might be and yes I'm coming to Mother's Day in a moment but it may be that you spend some ritual time around some unmade decisions around birthdays or around Father's Day or Mother's Day okay so wording rituals the timing this is all part of our decluttering experience. So I've come to it in a very different way. The upstairs to me, again, the location is very light. That again is why in the basement, although we have a very light and, and open, it's a nice basement, but it's heavy. So I'll be drawing again some of the boxes and, and memories are going to come upstairs because it's going to be easier. Okay, and I will reflect <laughs> and I will report. So this is what has been percolating through my mind for the week. And it happens to me when I listen to different podcast episodes as well. The listening is different than the seeing. It's different than being on Instagram. It's different than looking at a YouTube channel. And especially if you are moving around and you are actually doing a little bit of decluttering as you're listening. So I'm going to end my podcast because if you are listening on Saturday, Mother's Day is tomorrow and I have to give a shout out. I have to for sure give a shout out to my mom who is actually right now on a plane getting ready to get on a cruise. So having also come back from a few months in Mexico for the winter at um, I can say it mom just about 80 so I want to be just like you when I grow up I'm gonna say that right now let's go girls this is what it is about so I am absolutely blessed to have my mom actually my mother-in-law as well in my life and whatever comes with with them in terms of, of lots of stuff it is all good it is all good I am going to say though in terms of my mom that she is a very practical woman and she may or may not actually be listening to this podcast 
But what she said to me at one point when we were clearing out my grandmother's apartment, and there was lots of stuff. Oh my gosh, there was so much stuff. She said to me, don't worry, hun. I am going to declutter, right? I am going to start now, she said, so that you don't have to deal with this. And like we just paused. And I said, oh my gosh, mom, like it just like it, it stopped me in my tracks. And of course I thanked her. I'm just, that, that's just very kind. That is so kind because this is really heavy. This is really difficult. And especially if there is a time aspect to it, especially if there is a time aspect. So we feel rushed. We feel like we're not giving her life, everything, the photos, the pots, the pans, the um, honor. I can't think of another word, right? The respect that it should have. So we talked about that a little bit. And again, my mom is a very practical person. She's, you know, worked, uh, she's a nurse. So that will tell you right there. She has worked uh, in the community, in, in home care. She's worked in nursing homes. And so she has a very practical approach. And it's made me think, again, when I come back into my house, that our house actually is my husband's family house. And so we inherited a lot of, again, wonderful stuff <laughs> to make decisions on. And we are still continually making decisions on them. And I am going to, from this point on, and now I did start to think about this before this podcast, start to think about the fact that I want to clear some space, not just for me, not just for my mind, not just for my overwhelm, not just to eat better and not just for things to look better, but for my kids as they move forward. And how does that open up some different space? So thank you, mom. I would have so many stories to tell you about um, decluttering with, with my mother who has a wonderful sense of of humor and also to one little extra uh, tidbit here that for those of you that have filled out the dosha questionnaire and you've shared with me whether you are a pitta kappa vata in your decluttering there was actually one other person who mentioned well look it depends too on how you were brought up and how your family dealt with stuff, how your family decluttered, how your mom decluttered, or your grandmother. And we just move boxes around. We're famous for that. We will go into a spare bedroom and we will pack things up and photos, we'll put them in boxes and we'll move them into another room. And we'll stand in the room that is clear, right? And we'll look around and we'll be very proud of ourselves until we realize we actually did not make a decision about anything except what to put in what box and we moved it into another space. And so we say that is just a genetic thing in our family. We laugh about it, but we are working on it for sure. So again, so blessed to have my mom and my mother-in-law and everything, all of the stuff, all of the glorious um, photos and knickknacks and history that that comes with them. So I'm going to be changing my wording around decluttering with the heavier heart stuff. And I encourage you as well because here we are again, Mother's Day tomorrow. For some of you, you don't have your mother with you 
right now. She may not physically be with you and that she is in a different place, a different city, a different country, or she might have passed on. And so it can be a very heavy time for sure. I've had friends in the last few weeks, last few years. Okay, so we're at that stage of of moving into our 60s in terms of my group of friends and we have lost lots lots of mums over the last little while so I am sending big hugs out to everyone all of you who are are listening my friends my family my my podcast listeners for this time for you to remember and to celebrate and to bring those items around you for your honoring of your mom and if you are a mom moving into the next week moving into uh, tomorrow with mother's day i would like you to embrace this weekend as mother's day weekend and in fact i'd like you to bring it right into next week okay mother's day week i have done it before and i will do it again and I love it. I'm going to refer you back as well to an episode that I talked about Shania Twain, her mantra being the queen of me. So for Mother's Day, for the next week, I'd like you to play again Shania Twain's new (laughs) album. It is called The Queen of Me and celebrate. Celebrate being a mom, celebrate having your kids, whether they're still with you uh, or they are in a different location, different place, different country. Just enjoy. Celebrate you. We deserve it. This is our time, ladies. So happy Mother's Day. Give yourself a great big hug from me. And have a fantastic week. I'll talk to you next week. If you love this episode, I guarantee you're going to love exploring all the amazing opportunities that await us in reclaiming our awesomeness together. So come on over to my Facebook group, Women's Wellness Community for Women Wanting to Rock Their Me Now Years. Or let's connect over on Instagram at HabitGuru365. And make the Habit Guru podcast your healthy new habit.